Let's go. So, we're learning the Holy Tanya, Perik Shmini, Givaldik, the eighth Perik. And we are eating up these delicious words of Torah and clarifying. Can we learn Chochmus Goyim? Can we learn the science? The, the science, yeah? The science. The science. You know, they made a whole thing about this with Machshamon uh, Fauci and all these guys, you know, during the last few and years. The science. Just science, like it's like some holy grail when it's really a bunch of guys just trying to make some money out there in their lab suits. Or something. I don't know what it is. Or something. Yeah, a lot of craziness. Whatever it was. Yeah, it was crazy. But obviously there are people who are real scientists and actually care about healing and helping people, which right. we don't know who those people are. Oh, those kind of people don't get famous. Um, but, um, uh, not so in the case of science of the nations, thereby one clothes and defiles his defined soul's faculty of Chabad. You see, there's something that it, it ruins the Alakus Shabbat. It, it doesn't have the purity. Uh, we're learning right now in um, Pashat Tetzave, everyone's talking about Kasis Lemur, Shemen Zach, the pure oil. Shemen Zach is Rebbe Vegas, the idea of Rebbe Vega was a Talmud of the. Um, it's important to bring some in some other chassidus just to give context. The Choser? He was, a, yeah, event, yeah, originally, originally, the Choser. I mean, he never actually, I don't think he actually met him, as far as I know. He was a Talmud of the Simcha Bunim. Simcha Bunim, Setzcha was. Yeah, and um, and the Kotzka and the Izbich. Yeah, the quest. He used to daven in the Choser based Midrash. There's a famous story, he used to, that's where he sort of got macarved in Lublin, by the Chosa's base Midrash, by the Chassidim there, they macabre him because he was coming from a Misnagdisha house. And he got involved with Kotsk and then eventually Izvich. And his Chavrusa was Rav Sodek But one of the things he says about Shem and Zach, and you can see by who he was learning from, and the fact he was an Enochal from Rabbi Akiva Ega as well, meant his, his Chochmah was pure. It was pure Chochmah. There was no messing around. There was no learning, you know, reform or like Svarim Chitzonim, as they would say. Right. And um, I remember Rab Dr. Tursky himself said to me once that um, the, because I asked him about Das Torah, and he said that Das Torah is the stipler going. Das Torah is Rav Moshe Feinstein. Nowadays, Rav Chaim Kineskin, well, you know, he's not here, but his Tamidim or whoever's the Rabbonim, like, you know, so why why these Rabbonim? said, so because they never learned Svarim Chetzonim. So someone like me who learned Svarim Chetzonim, learned Chachmas Umasa Olam for the sake of Kinas and other reasons I did it. To help people, I'm not Das Torah in that sense. I don't have that pure Das because I've mixed it up with other stuff. That's what he said about himself. Yeah? Wow. But he still obviously gave a lot of advice and helped, you know, hundreds of thousands of people through his books. And it's still, it's Torah and it's still Eitzel, but it's not pure Das Torah. It's not the Shemadzai Zach of Blih, any, any impurities, any Pesolas. There's a certain like purity in terms of when we go to a big Godel. That they've they've maintained, they didn't sit in the university vechuli, yeah. So, but the, the Bubavitch Rebbe did go to university, so it's a, quite a shine on a, on a cash. Yeah, but here here he's saying betumas klipas noga, shevachach maselus. So it has the impurity of the klipas noga and these yeah. forms of wisdom. Shef but no, again, yeah. what do we learn about bechinas a klipas noga? Uh, is that it's it's a thin veil or it's whatever it is we want to call translucent. it translucent translucent yeah and the idea is that we we can elevate yeah, it's a lot it. of word there yeah I think I think the I forgot how the, how the Tanya worded it but we can elevate it into klipas is like that in between thing where you can elevate it 
It's a clip of Noga. It just says it. it doesn't say. Translate. But we can elevate it yeah. into a kedusha deka klipa. because that's that's in the end. Like you know, I understand what Rav Tversky, Doctor Tversky, and what Tzadikim are saying, but um, the idea of, of pure chokhmah. But what you're now saying is more where I have to live, being about tshuva, because otherwise I'm damned if I do, damned if I don't, as Bart Simpson once said. Yeah, remember right. that? Damned if I do, and damned if I don't. Yeah, like it, it sort of puts us in a in a difficult place because what are we going to do with all this chokhmah that we picked up? You know, I had the schist or the chesaron to learn Nietzsche and you know all this kind of nonsense back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. So what am I going to do with those years of learning philosophy that probably not the most spiritually healthy stuff? Yeah. So what's the answer? Let's read ahead. shama We don't have to always like answer everything straight away. We can put out the questions. You know? Right. I'm just saying one one opinion, and you brought another opinion. And the Baba Trevor did go to university, so let's work it out. These signs have fallen through the shattering of the vessels out of the hinder part of the Chochmah of holiness as known to those familiar with Kabbalah. Chain is, as we learned in the Kutumam, what Chain is, Chochmah to Malchus, Kabbalah. Wait, he has a lot of stuff here, Chaim Miller. I'm sure. Because secular wisdom. Yeah. Has fallen there to the realm of Klipas Noga through Shirasakela. Yeah. yeah. One of the secrets of creation revealed by the Kabbalah by the Kabbalah is the shattering Shirasakalim. Okay. Right. Okay, right. This is the cla- you know this is this is how, this basically says how Hashem created the world. And since the Kesar was the purest and clearest of all the of the Kalim couldn't hold the light, it smashed Chachbambina through the translucent. Though man translucent, those before were not oh, like that's Kesser, translucent, yeah. Not have not enough capacity. Their backs broken, they fell from their position. Okay, without getting into all these fluffy words, what do you get out of it? I don't know, nothing so far. Okay, so it's just a lot of words. And I'm just curious if he has, this is just an experience. Sometimes he says something that's really pointful, but this is a bit too much word. I mean, I understand why he, he's an academic again. Like, as much as he's a chassid... Ah, here we go. This is an the academic. important part. Okay, that's it. While sacred in origin, the falling of these shattered vessels, meaning the, the, the shvir sakelim, the kelim yeah. themselves, gave rise to the klipas. Right, that's he's explaining where klipas are coming from. The klipas came from, basically, the, the, the light tried to hold the orange surf, I think Good. it was, and then the, the shatter of the vessels. The kelim, yeah. And then they fell. So these klipas came... From the kalim themselves, containing, since the f- vessel fragments contained an overwhelming amount of mass, okay. self-awareness, and only a tiny glimmer of light, right? Because I had so much, so much. Yeah. Therefore, earthly secular knowledge, which was a product of the shattered vessels of Chachma yeah. and Bina, has a propensity towards self and ego and tends to oh. contaminate the mind away yeah. from God consciousness. And he would know that firsthand because he went to university and he right. went to Hab- Habedashi. So what he's saying is that place. it's not necessarily... He know, he's seen how the English academic world works where right. the guy ends up becoming a statue in some right. building and you know is remembered for eternity in those in those hollowed halls, which are not so hallowed anymore. I guess it, does it come so from he's the Chachma and Bina of the... Firsthand. Or the Klippa of... The, the, the klipa of the schmutz and then the klipa not the schmutz. 
The klipa noga we said is from where? The klipa of the. We said if we were going to talk about klipa noga again, we're going to get back to the nefesh behemis of a yid. As the nefesh behemis, right? Of a yid. If we're going to like classify each thing, like right. and okay. keep it in that system of of tablid, whatever the word is, like formation. The main point is though, what we're seeing is that there was fallen sparks of chachma came out from the. The backside of Chachma, not the, the, the Panim yeah. upon him. The, yeah, the, the backs, their backs broke. The Moshe Rabbeinu kind of Chachma. It's, it's, it's not the Shem and Chachma. So there is point to label Egez Torah, that we want pure Chachma to light up the menorah. to came out of the backside. Because remember, the menorah brings down Chachma to all the other levels. That's the concept. Oh, it's here. That's the concept of the menorah, this week's Pasha, to bring down and light up all the other Sviris Elyonim, all the other parts of Amisor, the Midos, it has to come from a pure place. And we know that if you go to the Kodesh Kedoshim, Holy Father is obviously even higher level of purity. Yeah? Right. So this this place where the Shorish of all the Chochman Panemius comes from is the Kodesh Kedoshim, and it comes manifest through the light of the menorah into all the other Midas. So the base of English is like a, a microcosm, the macrocosm of how the world should ideally be, that everything goes back to the Shorish of the purity. Sound a bit like Russell Brown right now, the way he like. Waffles on, yeah. Waffles, he yeah. does waffles. Yeah, he waffles on. He like has these long, yeah. elongated, whatever the word is, sentences. Yeah, and he just keeps speaking. And he says um, a lot of fancy words. He yeah, he does. And yeah. Elongated and breaking in the box, and you see, yeah, I he does it with that do big, cracker, big, cane big white, smiley, curly to teeth. It was a holy one above yeah. me, and then ran in a room. And we need more communal. Individual responsibility. Individual sacral sacrifices of the own self-awareness <laughs> of the ego as we dissipate into the own awareness. Yeah. It's funny how he's become more spiritual. He's like become a bit like a guru or something. That's yeah, that's what he has. Yeah, from like the most licentious lifestyle to... Yeah. To I think he, he, he went guru. into recovery. That's yeah. when he got AA, sober. Spiritualizing him. AA is... Uh, it does that to people. AA is Ramesh. It's a holy place. I, I've, I've seen the, the inside of these places. That's why, why, that's my reason why I quote Dr. Tversky, because he's the real deal. Yeah. He was a big Avram rabbi, Tversky. He's also a rabbi as well. And that's one employs them as a useful instrument. La avodas, la avodashem. Ah, here we go. So this is where Lubavitch Rebbe comes into university in Berlin back in the day. Unless one employs them as a useful instrument, as a means of earning a more affluent lifestyle, which will be able to use to serve Hashem. So the Lubavitch Rebbe used to make, uh, uh, he was involved with high-level engineering. He used to make boats and submarines. Yeah, through the, not not make them, but the uh, the what do you call it? The uh, engineering behind it. And that helped the American army during the Second World War, etc. He used it for good things, and he got paid for it also. And I think he used that money for Chabad. Yeah, I don't think he lived it up in any way or form. So um, it was all it was all completely for Hashem. So that's the concept. You take the science, you use it to help the good, the sides of good in the world, and therefore get panasa from it. So obviously you're not going to go work for like Hamas and then use that money to support your shul, yeah? Because now you're helping an organization that's killing people, yeah? Right. So you, even if you get panasa, it doesn't excuse. Money is not an excuse. Like people always say business, business. That, but there's also shulchanarach. You have to remember that. Yeah. So you can't just work in whatever, whatever mafanas is. You have to look at what you're working at. I mean, one of my 
my wealthy family members who's actually asking us to send more pictures right now for my son it's such unbelievable pictures from I have to show you a bit more maybe I'll show you now just quickly while we're on this discussion um, but like he he told me I once I wanted to work with him and he said no it's too schmutzig for your soul that's what he said to me so I, I didn't do it in the end like I listened and I didn't work with him and he's done really well he's got like you know businesses and like his point was that some businesses are not for everyone. Like, Property. Yeah. No, What's you, this? This is my son. Like, why? Why is there? Yeah, this could be blood, graffiti. I don't know. I'm well noticed. These are all pictures from his chavra. That's that is like wow. a movie picture. That picture, standing there looking perfect. Look at that with the, all the destruction around. Is this on the, the phone? Is on the GoPro. GoPro, I think this GoPro. One. Yeah, that's why the picture's gonna be a much higher quality now. We've got the GoPro, or even we got better than a GoPro. That's my Rebbe in Yishalayim. I went there last night, and that's me waiting for you this morning. Oh, you went with the flowers. Ah, uh, you went last night. Yeah, you always oh, welcome wow. to come. By the way, if you ever want to come. What does it say up there? That's um. The Elachav Amarti. Yeah, Aishli. And then I got so many other pictures like from him. And that's by Rabbi Nachman. There's Azar, then there's Rabbi Nachman in the middle of Azar in Kanyanis. And wow, there's so many amazing pictures and to be uh, Makadish, everything. Yeah, it's like be beyond matarit. this whole situation is beyond. You know, I could just sit here for hours looking at his pictures. Like Yesterday I went into and I saw the bitch Meyer. Yeah, and then I met and then I met with uh, Reb Meilich, not Meilich, Reb Gamliel. So first went to Bitch Meyer. Gamliel's very special. And then to Reb Must be old now. I haven't seen him for years. I, I used to see him my, all the time. I used to go to Shirim sometimes and meet Shirim and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, like in a proper, like you shout me shows, schmuck. And, um, he's so funny. Yeah, he's got a sense of humor. He was very close with Wallenstein. So Wallenstein was, that was one yeah. of Wallenstein's rabbit. He's very special. I, I've got a few of his books in English. They're very, very good. Yeah, he gave, he gave me one of the books. Muna? I don't know, I took one for my kids. Good, yeah, they're, they're important. Um, well, the science of that. Unless employs them as useful instruments. So you have to cut it up. Or Unless he knows how to apply them in the service of God or better understanding of his Torah. He utilizes mathematics to better understand the laws of sanctification of the new moon, for example. Yeah, look, I do feel that even the soldiers, for example, the ones who have Yiddishkeit, it's going to help them. And I've seen the good hashbah they've had on the others. Because when you have a certain understanding of Torah, it gives you a certain respect to authority and bittle, like as we're learning here. There's a certain right. system. Whereas if you know, you've been told that the army and the authorities don't know what they're doing and everything needs to be destroyed, like this high work thing, and we need to remake society and get rid of all the norms, and you know, then you're just it's like some, some communist revolution, but it's, all it's doing is just undoing what's good. It's not helping anything. It's just removing the good as well. Uh -huh. And that's where they're all running. So you have to be careful when you're learning this stuff not to pick up all the... Because unfortunately, a lot of people are coming out of university brainwashed by the wokeism of our generation. Oh, that's, yeah. So they're not just going to learn science. No, they're going to go learn lesbian dance theory, as Ben Shapiro right. always brings up. Yeah? <laughs> it's like, what can you do with lesbian dance theory, honestly? Yeah? Like, you know, ben maybe Shapiro you can help a lesbian. Next but, level. Yeah. But like, what you know? What, what are you supposed to do with it? You know, like you know, the world needs people who are educated in 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 real things that really help society go forward, not go backwards or worse. Yeah, 
like it's become demonic a little bit. So we have to like get out of that negative academic cycle that's going on. And there is a movement, thank God, against it. There are people opening up their own academic places which are not influenced by these wokest nonsense all radicals, these elite, whatever they are. So to speak, colleges are. Yeah, they need to cleanse themselves because they've got pulled into it, and it's not going to help them because it's a, it's a force that destroys. It's like evil destroys itself, like a mushamam. Yeah, killed himself or, or destroyed himself. I don't know exactly how he died, but he died. And the reason is because evil destroys itself ultimately. He became completely consumed of his evil. And this way of being is, is against... Well, in a way, Hamas is also destroying themselves. Yeah, also. If by they were just doing surrender. This, by them carrying out that attack, yeah. they, the evil that they perpetrated... No, but they still haven't surrendered. And they're saying if yeah. they were given the option, they'd carry on. They'd do worse. That was right. just a rehearsal. That's what they That's said. That's what people don't realize also. They're, there's no they're saying peace. surrender. Yeah, there's no surrender with these guys. They, like they've the Germans it. surrendered. They said, yeah. we surrender... Yeah, because the Mahshamam in the end destroyed himself, so then who also was because Britain carpet-bombed uh, all of like, Germany. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, exactly. It wasn't like they came in with, right. you know, with like Shalom now, while yeah. they're in the middle of a war. They, they came created in, a humanitarian corridor. They just flew over Germany and they just carpet-bombed the yeah. place, killing everyone. They showed no weakness. Right. That's, that's Winston Churchill. Right. Someone who was on the right path at that time. Right. And that's what we need now. And to, to resolve this kind of mindset of just, we have to destroy our enemy. There's no option. They're not allowing themselves to be surrendered or, or talked to. They just want our destruction. That's all they want. There's no And even their, their followers in the world say the same thing. It's not like they're like saying something different. No, we don't agree. Hamas has gone too far. They're like on Hamas's side. They like want to destroy myself from living here. So therefore, as a nation, we have to protect ourselves. What is the option? So this is the kind of discussions we have to have. But the problem is already that is a certain blemish in Chochmah. Why? Because the Torah is pure. The Torah explains, I'm Israel, we're chosen from the nations. Yeah? We were chosen as to be at all Lagoim and to have a Torah Kadosha and to live in Eretz Israel. In the end, there's no discussion. Hashem can give the land to whoever he wants. And if he wants us to live here, to keep Torah mitzvahs, we will live here. And end of story. It doesn't. That's the end of story. That's the beginning. First Rashi, and that's the end of the sugya. We go back to right. Torah. We don't need to justify our reason to be here. This is our homeland, and Hashem is the king, and He decides who lives here, and He will decide that we'll be successful here if we're supposed to be successful here. Abada. And that's we have to get back to the Torah, back to Hashem. All these discussions, and not get pulled into these campuses and these academics who are filled with ego and their own agendas of. of all kinds of financial reasons why they want to say what they say. They don't say it L'Shem Shemayim. They don't do what they do L'Shem Shemayim. Mm -hmm. the, the fact that they're, they're mostly morally corrupt also, they don't live moral lives. Right. So then they have no ability to speak to us until they either humble themselves to the fact that we're the people of truth. And if they don't humble themselves, then there's no discussion because then they're just... They're acting as virtual sing singling that they're the righteous people. They're the moral. Right. And they're not. It's just obvious in the, in the fact the way they've confused genders and the way they've all the different lack of morality that was always clear for all the generations till the last 20 years. Um, you have to use these chokhmahs these without bringing right. all this nonsense to serve Hashem, to make a panasa. So then 
you, there are many examples of this where people are using I mean, the he's online used, uh, Ben Shapiro skills. He's serving yeah. Hashem yeah. in his own yeah. way. He became a lawyer, a Harvard lawyer. He didn't bring with him what he learned from any of the Krum professors over there. He he was clever enough to dissect it and just realize it's nonsense. Feels like all the professors there at Krum. He managed to, to to reject a lot of their premises and their ways. Like he even had that funny Elizabeth Warren as one of his people over there, and he he had discussions with her. He said he was she was actually better when she was in Harvard. Once she came out into politics, she became a complete loony. Right. Like he was able to dissect and reject. There is such a thing as doing bururim on these people, but it, the problem is, it can start to rub off on you a little bit. You have to be careful. And I, I just hope that he's always, you know, keeps Yasha. And I think the key to him being Yasha would be the fact that he's connected to Das Torah, like River from Goldberg and other Rabbonim. Right. He'll keep his connection with those kind of Rabbonim who are Torah Dika people. And Some people have Chiluk on them, by the way. There's, there's, there are people in the firm world who have issues with those Rabbonim in Boca Raton. There will always be people in the yeah. firm world who have issues with other people That's in the true. firm world. So then, the, yeah. So, but you have to, I'm just saying, you always have to keep seeking out the truth. That's the point. Yeah. And I, I believe that those kind of robotum are seeking out the truth. They're just doing it on a public level, which gives them a lot of scrutiny. Right. This is the reason why Maimonides, Rambam, and Nachmanides, the Ramban, are best made the peers engaged in them, in the science. They're able to use those knowledge themselves as a God in Torah. This was shown him. Right. They were huge moyach. They were able to learn this and not get pulled down. So it says, regarding that which was stated at the beginning of this chapter, that the thing proven by rabbinic enactment remains attached to the three unclean klipot. And even when it's used unwitting for the sake of heaven, the phrase is worth relating. Let's hear that now. This is a story. A chaser one came to the altar rebbe, lamenting the fact that his son-in-law was subject to periods where he would doubt his faith. He had a problem in the Munna. The altar rebbe responded to the son-in-law unwittingly consumed milk. It's a famous story in Chabad, which was milk by a non-Jew, with no Jew in attendance. Basically, it was chalavakum. Yeah? Though he was unaware of this fact, the prohibition against such milk was only rabbinic origin. Like Ramosha Feinstein, they used to say he gave a heta. It was never really clear if he really could give a heta to, to drink, you know, chalavakum. Yeah. Chabad are very strict about this, and this story is one of the reasons. This had so strong an effect upon him that it caused him doubt in his amuna. Dr. Rebbe then proceeded to tell the Hasid how the matter rectified there by healing the son of his spiritual malady. Wow. So the Indian of Tim to Malay. What's the end? That's one of the reasons why I'm careful. I'm careful, like, when you buy, you know, getting ice creams and it has, has... How do you rectify the spiritual... OUD and all that kind of stuff. You start getting into complicated grounds. The main reason, my kavana, why I don't eat that, like, stam halav that's... Right. You know, uh, you know not sure if it's, uh, you know... I mean, they have, it has a hexer. There's no, there's no trafe in it, but it's called halavakum because it wasn't milked by a yid, yeah? So I'm careful not to eat it generally because... Well, not just because, not just because of this mice, but because of the whole Indian of you want to protect your own heart. Like same right. with wine. If you drink wine that's nesachiyin, what does it mess with? It messes with your heart level. Right. And your heart level, your heart and your mind are precious. Like Rogan always talks about this: why people shouldn't stay in in in. I know I'm bringing Rabbi Rogan again, but you shouldn't stay in the fighting world or the American football world too long, because there's only so much your head can take getting a smash in the head. Eventually, you're going to ruin your mind. Right. And the mind is a precious thing. So now we, as Yidin, understand the next level, the Adahavdil, is the preciousness of the heart, the Yiddish heart. And if you consume certain foods, this is where Rogan does not know because he's not a Yid. Right. But if you consume certain foods, it's Matamtem the Lev. And then that beautiful receptacle of purity 
and it can bring out the light of Chochmah into the world. If you consume the wrong food, it's metamtem the lave, and therefore things like learning Panemia Satora starts to get mabbled, it gets confused, and then you end up with all kinds of problems in your life, with Amunah, and the most important thing is Amunah. So if you're ruining your Amunah, your system of Amunah, like I had a relative who learned, he, he became a rabbi a few times, he was like, Choshev got smicha by other famous rabbonim, and he ended up in a kolo learning hakiras. So I don't know if it was food that ruined it, but it was, he learned a lot of rationalist like kind of Torahs, how to deal with that kind of stuff. And eventually he went off, like in terms of his Shemir and Mitzvahs. I still right. think he's a Tamar Chochem and deep down he's a holy person and he has potential to Be'ez Hashem to get back involved with all of it in Yiddishkeit. And he, he has tremendous Torah and abilities. But it, it just this Nakura of learning the wrong things, eating the wrong things, it can mess up your Amunah and your Amunah is the most precious thing. Right. So you have to really guard. That's why Rav Shlomo, I spoke with a few times about this with Rav Shlomo Katz, he's very careful not to let any philosophy or any rationalist ways of thinking into this community. Because he's seen the damage it's done to other places. Does it do? Huh? He said it does. That, that, that so far, uh, right, right after the war, he kind of went into that whole yeah. uh, removing of the klipas of political correctness. Yeah. It's also. crazy. That, 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 that klipa of yeah. political correctness... It's a real, it's a real Indian. Yeah, and he had to do it for himself also. It wasn't just for the community. Yeah, the Kleeper, the yeah, I don't think he had problems with philosophy, but he had, did have a challenge being a public rabbi, being politically correct. Right, yeah. Now he's just not Bechlau. Yeah, Mamash. And it has, there has been some tension online, if you follow some of the comments underneath, which I do once in a while. I know Rogan says don't read the comments, but they're not about me, so I'm interested to see what people's reactions are to some wow. of the stuff he says, and he does get some flack online. He really makes comments about me. Thank God. I have an Instagram page, but it's, I don't even manage it. What, Kleeper? No, 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 uh, for, for work. Oh, are we going to build this Killer Kleeper page? Kleeper Killer. No, no, I've, I've set it up. I've really... Yeah, I see that. I sent you the links. I've got an uh, X. We, everyone follow, at Kleeper Killer. K-L-I-P-A-H. Follow us. Killer. I'm going to put the link in the like description. Us. We've only got three followers in there. Ancient wisdom. Creeperkiller at gmail.com. And you have a picture of my son who's dressed up killing creepers. And I even have like a, a QVR code, you know, one of these codes. Oh, wow. So I sent, I sent it to you. So you can get like, you know, hundreds of thousands of people on this. And we can go around like killing creepers. A guy called Akiva Chaim saw it. So there's someone outside of me who's seen it. So somebody noticed. <laughs> the main point is to kill the creepers. So this is a good point, ending Perak Shemini. That we're, we're trying to kill the creepers, literally. And um, it, I, I'm bringing up now the summary from my friend, my good friend, Shmuel Diamond. Learning non-forbidden secular wisdom. Forbidden due to general prohibition of Bittal Torah. Learning secular wisdom with a selfish intention. That was a Nakuda. Ah. Causes a more severe damage than regular irrelevant speech as it affects the intellect of the Nefesha Elikus with the impurity of Klippas Noga. Yeah, that very succinctly explained what we just learned. Not just the emotions. Unless it is being learned to secure a more comfortable livelihood to serve Hashem, which is the Babat Rebbe again, for example, yeah. the wisdom itself is being implanted directly into one's divine server, thereby improving it. 
And I don't think, once again, he was trying to get a livelihood for himself. He gave all his money to Chabad, everything. The reason, he literally gave everything to Chabad. Nothing was about him. He gave everything. He gave his yeah. whole goth too. Everything, everything. Now, we're going now to a new Perak, a new section of Tanya. We've been dealing with the, um, the holy... The, remember, Perak Shemini was part of four Prokim, four to eight Torah mitzvahs and the opposite. We were busy with the opposite part, the last two Prokim, yeah. the last two chapters. Now we're going to go to Perak uh, Shi, the ninth Perak, about the inner struggle, oh, we're okay. transferring. Our body, real. our body boasts only one command center. Therefore, when these two opposite soul drives are placed together in the same body, because we were starting to get there. It's yeah. all about the heart level. We're going to go into this now. Purpose. There are only two opposite outcomes. Either animal soul is full control, or, and the godly soul is exiled, Rakhman son, or the godly soul assumes total control, and the animal soul is drafted into its service. This is how he's explaining it. So he said, the ki two kings, one city, dwelling places in the body. And therefore, Bahamas primarily resides in the left ventricle of the heart, the side connects with the blood, and from there rides to the brain and other places in the body, intellect in the service of emotions. Nevish Elikus uh, primarily resides in the right vehicle of the heart, the side connected with oxygen, and from there goes down to the heart and other places in the body, emotions in the service of the intellect. So this is really what we're going to learn now. This parak, the ninth parak, is very important because our generation, the ninth chapter, is very into avoiding the inner self. We have to go into the inner self. We have to really get it clear. The inner struggle is where all the payrus, all the fruits of Yiddishkeit are really found because Panemius is the key for our right. generation. And we're going to get a very deep explanation of how the inner workings of this inner struggle go on between us and the Yetzirah. Old man. Within, not just outside. In the previous chapter, also we have in the composition of Jews' divine service with its ten holy powers and three soul, soul garments and his animal soul. With it correspond ten powers and three garments of Rune and Klippa. In the present chapter, the altar would discuss the battle fought within the Jew between these two souls. Okay, very good. We're going inside now. Hine, Mokka Mishkan, Nefesh, Abahemish, Abeklippas, Noga, Bechol, Yisrael, Hu, Belein. I'm actually going to read the original text just because it's good to actually look in the way it's written out. In the Mokim Shemishkan, Nefesh, Abahemish, Abeklippas, Noga, Bechol, Yisrael, Hu, Belein, Bechalas, Smoli. It's on the left uh, side. What does he say? The left, Smoli. I'm not looking at the translation again. The left ventricle. I don't know what that means, but whatever. The left side. Mokim That part of the heart is filled with blood. By and and we've learned many times that the blood is the soul. That's where the nefesh resides. Within the, it's filled with the blood, the left ventricle. Yeah. Yeah. It's based on a pasuk in Devarim. That's one reason why we don't need blood. Yeah. It's blood. Because the animal resides in, resides in the soul, in the heart. Therefore, all lust and boasting, anger, similar passions are in the heart. So this ego, sure. this edging got out, which is what we learn yeah. from Rav Shai's Taub and other very special 12-step approaches, that we're not here to edge out God. We're here to bring God into everything. That's what you know, I like. It's so funny. Whenever so, we hear like some story of a person doing yeah. his own you know, shmutzadika journey, yeah. It's always like I have to follow my heart. I have to follow my heart. No, but that's not true. Why? Because it could be following the ego. That's what I'm trying to say. So the answer is he has, to follow, the godly, ego. has yeah. to follow the godly heart. 
You know what may really clarify me with the other religions why I didn't become a Yoshkanek or because they tried very hard in universe to get me to join their yeah. cults big time. They, they never were, tried to recruit me. Yeah, but, yeah, I was a very like open soul. I was used to go to these cafes and perform music, like I was poetry, an guy. and they used to come up to me and yeah, but you probably made fun of them. I don't mean to be rude, but I sense you probably were a little bit humorous to them, and they were like, "Wait, this guy's too hard to crack." It's too hard to crack. Whereas me, I was like, you know, I have a love hippie long hair that right. whole thing. Like this starry-eyed, you know, that was like perfect material for their cult. So they right. come and grab me, and they like bring me to their Yoshka meeting. And the guy kept standing there, pointing at himself. You know, there was pretty girls around me. You know, that that was a, definitely a motivation. And then there was this guy standing there, pointing at himself again and again the whole time during the meeting. And the more he kept pointing at himself, pointing at himself, banging his chest, I was like, this is all ego. One, they worship a man anyway, so that's already stupid. But this ego. Yeah, right. it's properly ego. This was in the times where like cults were like the yeah. coolest thing. And th these guys running it are all ego. And I had like this Muslim guy like saying, yeah, you know, like, you know, Moshe Beard Day and, you know, they're trying to like, get me to come. And I had like pictures of like videos of Jews like who, who joined Islam, like wearing their talasim, but yet now they're, you know, allegiance to the prophet and all this stuff. I said, this is all ego again. Schmutz. It's all ego. Like every single place I walked in, even like the more spiritual group, like kind of guys, like the ancient, some had one guy who's really into ancient Indian, like, you know, uh, religions, like all these like, you know, self-help stuff. And I saw him, he was like five different people in one person. He was a comedian. Wow. He was so ego-based. And it just was, became an obvious trend and all these people, that there's always this head ego over there. And then once there's an ego, then that's not spirituality. Because what do we learn from Yiddishkeit? The who's the big tzaddik at the top? He's right. bottled himself to Hashem. There's no ego. He's edged his ego out and he's right. totally with Hashem. That's what Amisel makes that chilek. And that's when I knew I was by the right thing. Once they exposed the ego for what it was, called the Eight Sahara, right. and it's in the left side of the heart, then I knew now we're talking. Right. Now that's, we're getting That's interesting because... Last that's night I went clarifying. to Rabbi Shemayer, yeah. and if I t would have to explain Rabbi Shemayer in a world, which may, yeah. may be like a chas v'shalom to even do that, yeah. is just bittel. Bittel, exactly. He's just like pure bittel. Yeah. Like you can see, he's just he's like in a state of bittel. Yeah, same with my Rebbe. Utter bittel. I saw the picture of my Rebbe I showed you just before. He's just sitting there like in a state of Yerushalayim. Oh, it's wonderful. Like, and it's not about him. Like So holy. They're just not into themselves. Their iCloud storage is full of garbage. That's what they didn't say. They just yeah. said full. Yeah. Oh, that's him? That's my brother. He looks... Wait. Which one? That's his, that's his, his, his father. He's, uh, he's the son-in-law of the rabbi. Oh, Spiegel. wow. Spiegel. He's the head of the rabbi. Spiegel? Five towns. You heard the five Don't towns? get ripped off, it says. Oh, Rabbi Spiegel. Yeah, that's Rabbi Spiegel. That's his son. And oh. his son, son, his grandson married into Vizhnitz. Sarah Vizhnitz. That's his son. Look how big the Stroman is now. That is a sweet Stroman. Yeah. Huge. So he, could, the father went up to me before 15K. the Simcha. This guy, the Spiegel, his son, Naftali yeah. Spiegel, came up to me and said, by the way, I want to let you know all my family love your Stroman. They wish that we could... Oh, what's with your Stroman? This kind of Stroman. Baal Shem Tov, tiny little Oh, Stramel. the tiny Stroman. Yeah, the old school. I love the way it was back in the day. I Not these Stramel. giant, huge ones, bigger than Spodix. And, I'd, you know, like, here's a picture of me. Like... Rocking my old Strymel. Oh, I love that Strymel. Yeah, I'm going to use that for a podcast, this picture. Because I'm, I'm doing a podcast with Francesca. You heard of her? Francesca. No. Okay, good. It's not famous, so. But it'll be good. It'll be a good episode because uh, we're going to discuss real stuff, hopefully. That's the point. Real talk. Yeah. I'm not interested in 
being famous. I'm interested in turning into the truth. So anyway, the point is that Vilchain called Tavi to Faris cast domain Mahalev. Mahalev hain mispashed bekolguf. From the heart they spread throughout the entire body. So this blood, obviously, the the lust and the anger goes throughout the body. Like my wife always says, whenever she used to get angry, she hasn't got angry for a long time. She's really worked on herself. But when she used to, a long time ago, she said, it feels like another spirit takes over you, like yeah, a demon yeah. or something. Uh, yeah. And you f- afterwards, you feel energized at the moment and suddenly you feel completely de-energized afterwards. Right. Also right into the brain, to think and meditate about them, to become cunning in them. So it, you see what it does, it manipulates the whole, it's a war base, an inner war. It, it takes over, it's like, it's, it, it, just, it just made a full uh, aggressive advance on this person's soul, pushed out the soul, took over the heart, took over, then influenced how the mind's thinking and to become cunning in evilness. Note the difference in expression. The motion is merely spread to all the other organs, but rise to the brain. And emotion is simulated in the intellect and indeed rise and elevated. Even in the case of animal soul, where the intellect is merely the tool of emotion. Wow. For the essential nature of intellect is more refined than that of motion. Regards to the blood mentioned presently, the expression rises as again used specifically right. connected with the brain, the blood, too is elevated refined from ascending to the brain. So it's uh, this whole, just like the blood's ro- going around the body, so too these, these, the eight Sahara thoughts and ways of being is running around the body. Yeah? I think it's also, uh, I, I, this, is, this Indian of like the animal soul is resting in the left chamber of his Bechalal Smali. Yeah. I, what does that mean? It's sitting in his left heart. Is it just the, I would, uh, I would, tr- I would uh, try to understand it. We as have a left saw and a right heart. Well, that I know. Chol levavcha, two bases. Yeah, the, no, the, no, the no. bases are connected to the kalim that hold the yetzatov yetzara. So it says in Gemara and brachas and Ravina serve the Shem. Chol levavcha, both the yetzatov and yetzara have to serve Hashem. That was the majority of Ravina. I think I think it was Rabariya Kaplan. Yeah. Yeah, in one of his books, in one of his Sepharim, he he I don't remember which one he talks about. Like who who are you? I think it's like almost like the introduction. He tries to figure out, like, who are you? Are you, you, you when I used to, like, what, what are you? Who are you? And he goes to this, like, little shock of entire, like, are you your, are you your body? No. Are you your brain? No. Are you your fingers? No. Like, uh, why? Like, he's like, people have heart surgery. They can have heart transplant. You're the same yeah. person. Like, someone could have a brain transplant. It's always the same person. I don't know if we managed to figure that out yet. But well, he figured that out. Isn't that crazy? In that book. Yeah. Meaning they could do it technically. Oh, technically, yeah. The person will still be alive. They're still I heard the liver, if you put a little bit of liver inside a guy, it grows back. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. Size. Yeah. Crazy. But the, the, the concept in the end... My is son it, loves chopped liver. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah, me too. The he concept, that, I mean, especially when my grandma used to make it, it was one of the few kosher foods, foods I grew up with. It was vadai kosher for my grandma, thank God. Goose liver. Fish balls as well. I was crazy for fish balls. Any kosher food I was crazy about. Yeah, fish balls. Because my nefesh needed kosher food. It was only when I became like a whacked out teenager that I started eating all this real hardcore yeah. trafe. Then, your then I went Bahamas. really, I fell into really bad stuff. Like my, the food influenced my actions. Yeah. And until I purified my eating, which I did around 15, 16, Chazitra. I started only eating um, fruit and, and lettuce. Right. I went on this extreme diet yeah. and stopped eating all kinds of uh, trash food. And I suddenly my whole life changed. I became sensitive to spirituality. I, did, yeah. I started... 
yeah, health well, wise, skin said, improved, everything became better. That's why a lot of the the yeah. the, the food industry has the a big problem. from like the yeah. uh, from the hippie world. Yeah, like you know the they there a lot of them are into the vegan. Yeah. And there, and Riff Cook talks about this too. Like Lamaya said, the when you eat, when a person eats a lot of basar, yeah, the, it it is like a heavy weight on their soul, yeah, and it, it brings them down spirituality. It's you very see, hard. You have to Rogan's the other way around. The, he says the, the the meat gives him energy and empowers him. So it depends. Like if obviously for us it has to be kosher. So you know if eating right, we have bright, to elevate the. We yeah. have to elevate this this this. Uh, this life force. Yeah. And a lot of people, we just eat meat. We just eat it. Right? Right. We're not elevating it. We're not taking it. We're not, it's not like a carbon. It's not like a, it's like a, just another, it's another Indian. But the, remember the point here is that it turns into the blood in your heart. Right, then it transfers so, into the blood. Yeah, which is connecting the nephesh. So if so the nephesh, if it's nephesh elikus, yeah, and we're right. eating in Hashem, and we're elevating the, the noga, the keeper's noga to Hashem, so that's great. The problem is when it becomes nephesh Bahamas, and it and it is empowering, like the Yetzirah or the Klippers uh, Gimel Timaeus around the whole body. It's giving right. kach because we've suddenly turned it into a very low level, or even worse, we've fallen right. down into treif or into into not kosher food, or we're Shmutz. eating it for the wrong reason. We're angry. We've got bad midas, right. and that that's spreading that that blood, that negative force um that's within the blood around our body and affect influencing our mind and then the mind's being used for the eight sahara which is a problem so we're going to yeah. go we're going to go into the inner elements of this of the heart right. and we're going to understand how this works and how it and what, the goal obviously is to have the eight to conquer it so we should stop yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i gotta go so um this we're going to this is going to be the next mission the inner struggle we're still only at the beginning of that but uh the the, the concept of now the previous chapter of of we have to really work on learning anything we learn for the sake of Avodah Hashem. Amen. Not getting uh, caught up with self-interest. We have to really work on edging the ego out, not God out, and uh, doing things on a higher level. Oh, that's sort of... Yeah, wow, yeah, he's, he has got old. I, had, I saw him, he had a black beard. Yeah. Wow. I forget how long around, how I've been around, yeah, Eric Tisrael now, 26 years. So I used to see these Siddiquim, they were much younger. But he's still Bokhashem, he looks good. He looks like he's still with it. He was know? totally with it. Bokhashem. He was like, he was, he was energized. That's the most important thing, that they keep their health and their minds, yeah, and they can carry on doing their shlichas to help Amisur. We need these people. Well, I want to go to a Yachim Meheshech, or Rav Shlomo, that would be amazing. Oh, yeah. My Rebbe, Moshe Wanderer, when I was in New York last week, he told me I have to start visiting uh, Gedele. Yeah, that's a good idea. He told me he's like, you have to start going. And you should tell him you're learning with a blazer Goldschmidt. I should tell him that. I'm just joking. He'll be like, oh, it might tell you stop learning, so don't it tell him. Tell him. Yeah, I, don't know. I know, I send messages to him. He actually sends nice things back once Yeah, he answers people. Yeah. He's very good. He's very supportive. The holiest. Yeah, Bokhsh.